Welcome to the Cap Tech Podcast with President Sims. I'm president of Capital Technology University. We're a small, private, nonprofit, fully accredited university in Laurel, Maryland, focused on building and enhancing careers for industry and demand areas. We have been in business since 1927 and focus on STEM or management of STEM degrees at the bachelor's, master's, and doctoral levels. Today, we have our Dean of Doctoral Programs, Dr. Ian McAndrew with us. He's gonna talk about research topics in the uh, PhD areas. Welcome, Dr. McAndrew. Thank you, Dr. Sims. It's a pleasure to be here. And I'm here today to look at some of the key points and discuss them when people talk about research topics. It's a, a confusion for some people and other people it's not so. And if I can share some of my experience, in the 30 years that I have been chairing doctoral students, you know, I've seen a great range and variation in what people are doing, depending on the research I'm leading, chairing, and other situations. I've had students that come to me with a brilliant idea that they want to research themselves, something very interesting, specific, and related to their personal preferences. Only recently, we had a graduate who was looking at the harmonics of prime numbers between zero and 200,000, a very specific theoretical piece of research. Now, these are often the exceptions. You know, what is the classic type of thing? And for many people starting a doctoral degree, whether you'll be doing a very major dissertation by publication or the classic American of two thirds taught and one third dissertation research, you still have this starting point. What is a good research topic? Well, let's think of it. Let's think about, you know, what is the dissertation researching? We are looking to discover something new, an original contribution to knowledge, something that hasn't been done before, something where other people do not have the answer or there is no general agreement. But it needs to be original pieces of work. And I'll swap between the two questions. What is a good research topic and what is a bad one? Well, let's think by a bad one. You know, if you were to say, I work in an aviation manufacturing environment where we produce composite materials for an aircraft, I want to research how we could make this more efficient, financially viable and things. That's really development of known theories. That's not truly research and certainly not research for a dissertation or doctoral degree. If we're looking to compare a system to make something better on a low level, if you only need information or knowledge at a relatively bachelor's level or even below to solve a problem and get it more efficient, that really excludes it. But what is a good research topic really needs to be starting, what are you achieving? Now you think about it, whether you're doing a 20 credit dissertation or a 60 credit dissertation, that sets the opening scene. Many students come along and they try to take on something far more broad than it needs to be, far deeper than it needs to be. In other words, their proposed research topic is much bigger than it needs to be. That is always a problem. If you try to do more than you should in the time, you're very unlikely to finish. You'll get to situations where you don't know where to go. You'll get to situations where you don't know which literature is to be used. And we'll address that in a subsequent podcast, but not today. If you think of it in terms of simple stages, a good research topic is one that will cover the depth of work needed 
for the amount of credits that you're working on. You don't want to run a marathon and then be told you've got to run another five miles just to be sure. If you don't run the full distance, you don't complete the marathon. And the same with a research topic. It needs to be appropriate to what you're expected to do. And your chair and other people that will be supporting you will be looking at this. And this is where you'll get guidance and need to make sure that you know that it is. But anyway, enough of the preamble, let's think about it. A good research topic, it can be to solve a problem, it de develop a solution, even to critique a system, but it has to be from a theoretical concept. It may be that you're looking to apply a technique to solve a problem that has never been done before. It may be you're looking to critique a technique which has been used as a gold standard in the past, but you can justify that it is not relevant or suitable for the current technology we have. This is frequently a problem when we're looking at STEM subjects because technology is evolving rapidly. If I'm trying to summarize what is a good research topic, it is one that covers a broad enough area, two, a deep enough area, and three, relative to the task that you're supposed to do. Don't take on too much, don't take on too little. You need to be looking at that. Now there are some more stages and I'm not trying to finalize what is a research question by looking at these two parts of what is good research and what is bad research. But they do lead in and they do parallel other parts that you need to be considering. And one question I'm frequently asked, do students struggle developing them and how often does a chair assist? Well, the chair should always assist. And if the committee is set up and not just the chair at the beginning, they should all be involved. It's a task to help you develop, understand, and produce a robust plan. Now think of it in terms of what you're doing, struggling. No one expects you to be perfect at this. You haven't completed a PhD. Even if you have done a lot of studying before, it's unlikely you've done anything of this type of level. Therefore, this is why you need support. You may be asked to come up with your problem to start with. You may find this very difficult and it may involve iterative stages and developments and discussions. Don't be surprised if that happens. What I often do with students is ask them to come up with a proposed title and a proposed problem statement. Ideally in an area of their expertise, their knowledge, their enthusiasm, or their work focus that they're doing. Many people doing doctoral degrees are involved in research in their everyday work. And the more that we can build on your strength and your enthusiasm and background, the less background reading is needed to get you up to speed. Therefore, expect that this could take a considerable amount of time. It may be if you're very clear, it won't, but for many people it will. And it be can become very frustrating. But don't rush. Don't try to do it quickly because the better your um, plan is, the better it will be for when you're doing it because your chair and your committee will be there and they know the navigation that you need to do. They know the scope of the questions that you could ask and the implications for the literature review, the collecting data, the possibility of finding data. There is a big stage that happens. You need to be clear. You know, what is a problem? How do you know it's a problem? How do you know others haven't found it to be solved? Or is there a contradiction? 
Has it evolved since it was last researched? And there is nothing wrong with proving a negative because that allows other researchers in the future to not go down that avenue and to go on to the next level. There is no one single phrase for all of it, but expect for many of you, it will take a lot of stages and can be frustrating. Generally, the slower it is to get your plan cleared, often the clearer it is as you go through. Remember, you'll need to be supporting it with theory and come up with methodology. And if you think of methodologies, you're writing your own evaluation of it. And this is why you need to be clear. You cannot just throw things against the wall and what sticks is what you put in your dissertation. It has to be a planned piece of work. And that's why you are pushed by your chair and your committee into developing your research topics and research questions and what you're doing. Now, another frequent question is, what's the difference between a topic and a research question? Now, there isn't, again, a single answer because it depends on what you're looking at. If you're looking at something like psychology or history, medicine, they often involve a different type of research and focus and expectation than if you were doing computing, engineering, psychology of those types, which could be more clinical in basis. Now, I always try to say, you know, a topic is the general area and the research question is the specifics that you will answer. Think about this and maybe try thinking about it in terms of aims and objectives. You know, the aims, and if we go back to the beginning of the 1960s and the excitement of the space program. John F. Kennedy set the aims when he made that very famous speech and said, by the end of this decade, America will send a man to the moon and return him safely. That was the aim. That was what they were working on. Now, it didn't happen because there were aims. It happened because the aims allowed people to develop objectives. Those objectives are measurable, can be planned, may be done in series or parallel. If you have a research topic with more than four objectives, or five, I would say, probably at the maximum, you may be taking on a piece of work that's too big. Four to five objectives, detail objectives. And objectives often start with, in terms of an infinitive, to analyze, to compare, to determine, to measure, to evaluate. And this is what you should be looking at. So your aims are gonna be very broad, but your objectives are gonna be specific. And that's generally, as a rule of thumb, the difference between a topic and a research question. And if you cannot come up with a topic, how do you come up with research questions? If you do not know how deep you need to go, how can you come up with objectives that you know are accurate? Now, you don't have to write down in your dissertation or your plan aims and objectives, because they may lead into something which we call a hypothesis. Not everything needs a hypothesis. You know, generally as a hypothesis, they are there as something which you are going to measure often with statistics or a lot of data. We're gonna investigate if this type of system gives advantages or disadvantages is the same or different. You're starting to get into the world of statistics now, what we call one-tail tests and two-tail tests, greater than, less than, or equal to. And as you go through these, you need to be identifying Roughly, the amount of statistics will be evolved if you are collecting it on your data. 
And all of that needs to be in the plan. So it's not just what is a good research topic. It's the stages that I have been explaining and how you put that together. You must have a clear understanding. And again, enthusiasm is good. And if you develop a topic and someone uses that classic phrase, well, what you've done is you've created the need to boil an ocean. It may be a little bit disappointing to hear, think, well, I'm not there yet. It's much easier to have a large area and focus it down to a smaller one than it is to start with a smaller area and try to expand it because you're always sort of making compromises there. So think big, then think specific, and then focus and come up with your ideas. And you're not alone as a PhD student. You are there and you are guided. And remember, chairs have their own styles and they have their own ways. And that is important. Some of them will get you more to expand and talk and ask sort of questions. Well, does that really work? Is that going to be sufficient? Do you think that's enough data? Other people would not be in that way, maybe more active. They might say, well, there's insufficient data to collect that. You couldn't collect that data. And that is the greatness of being on a committee, is that you have several academics that are giving you their input and their advice. And I would like to sort of come to the close of talking about research topics when you're thinking about what is a doctoral degree by research all about? For me, it's two things. It's one that you can solve an unknown problem and add an original contribution to knowledge. But you're not actually doing it on your own. You're being guided and shown how to do this, that you can be convinced at the end, I have the correct answer. But also, on a second level, really, is that those on the committee, and of course the university itself, they're looking at it and saying, well, they've done this piece of work. Do they really understand what they did and why? and the implications. And if we were to give them a doctoral degree and they went to work and they were given a research topic exactly the same as somebody else who was going to do this research independently the other side of the world, are we also confident that they will reach more or less the same conclusions as the other person? And this is what we're going on about. Every type of thing needs a research plan. We've passed the golden days of the 1800s and people like Faraday that spilt some acid across some wires and they got a better result and the things that are found out by accident. We now plan what we need to do. We plan the research, we plan the stages. Planning your topic is critical. Getting it to be the right depth, to be the right amount of work, and that is measurable. And you can use that measurable data to justify what you're doing. Now, not everything that you will get will be fully justified. And without jumping ahead too much, at the end, there will be a thing called conclusions and recommendations. Conclusions you will establish are those things that you are categor categorically sure are correct. Recommendations are, well, I'm not actually sure I have all the information to totally justify it. I do not believe there is an alternative answer, but I need more evidence to be totally sure. This is what you're trying to do. So there's nothing wrong with starting with a big problem and focusing and narrow down. Think about the stages. Think about what you're doing. Use your committee and chair to help you come up with a plan. Because the better the plan, the higher the probability is that you will complete on time. 
the more bland and less nebula and more nebulous it is, again, these are the ones that drift on. So don't rush, get it right and start well. Thank you. I don't know if there's any other observations or comments you would like me to address, um, President Sims, but you know, I can't help but express the students. You know, it is a learning process. And the one that you should enjoy, and it's easy for us to say that sitting this side of the success. But when you finish your research, to look back and think, you know, I've learned something there. I've enjoyed that and I can use that in my life. Is something that as chairs, when we see our students complete, is worth all the effort that we need to put in. Thank you, Dr. McAndrew. I think, you know, a lot of prospective doctoral students, this is one of the, the major questions they have about starting the program is the whole research topic. And I know we hold the monthly online open houses about the doctoral programs that you host. Um, and prospective students may also wish to contact you uh, to learn a little bit more about the programs or ask research before they get involved with the programs. If you could kind of uh, let them know how to contact you in advance if they're interested in discussing joining the PhD programs. Absolutely. I mean, if you have a pen and paper handy, you know, my email is irmacandrew, and that's M-C-A-N-D-R-E-W at captechu.edu. Or if you just go on to Capital Technology University website and look under the doctoral area, you will see my name and you'll see my email. Please contact me, no matter how simple or small you think the question is. If you are interested in doing a doctoral degree, and particularly with us, you know, it is important you understand what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Because if you pick us or whoever you pick and you pick the right subject and the right university that you're going to be doing you are much more likely to succeed. Yes, and Capital Tech is proud that our faculty and our adjuncts are industry individuals that came out of the industry and went into academia, including Dr. McAndrew. So we understand the great industries that drive the economy and our programs, whether they're bachelor's, master's, or doctoral level, are here to help you in your career area in one of these many industries that are in high demand. And Dr. McAndrews also managed through, I, I lost count, how many students have you already helped manage through a doctoral uh, program? 137 of my students have completed their doctoral degree. And uh, everyone I'm proud of. It's a great achievement to support them. But we also have faculty that are Fulbright scholars. We have faculty that are visiting fellows at the University of Cambridge. We have people working in universities all over the world supporting us, as indeed our students are. And that global recognition is important. We have students that have their American degrees validated as equal to other degrees all over the world and working with their capital degree. And for me, the important thing is not only do I make sure that graduates reach the doctoral level, but that doctoral level is what we call a global level where your skill set, skill set will fit in anywhere. Yes, and we want to thank all the listeners today as we went through this podcast with Dr. Ian McAndrew on research topics for the doctoral programs. Please get in touch with us here at Capital Technology University through our website at www.captechu.edu. And we have admissions folks besides Dr. McAndrew who are willing to 
get online with you through a Zoom session, talk to you on the telephone, email back and forth, however we can help you. We're here to help you in your career and to make it through the program with support. Uh, Capital Tech's been around since 1927, focused on industry, and we continue to do so in that tradition. And I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast.